Greetings, Noose Little Pod listeners. This is your host, Matt Gore, reminding you to please like, follow, subscribe, and share the podcast on your available podcast apps such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and any other podcast app you can think of. Share our episodes on Facebook and let us know what you think with a comment or review. Now please enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome to Noose Little Podcast. This is an audio program talking about the backstage antics and stories of running a small town community theater on the banks of the Noose River located in Smithfield, North Carolina. We lovingly refer to the old girl as The Hut. We hope you enjoy. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Noose Little Podcast. We're going to have a quick one today here for you folks. It's uh, We are currently rehearsing at Noose Little Theater our very first show of the 48th season, and that is A Murder Is Announced. Uh, Tony Pender has got his cast and crew working hard. That show will debut in September 16th, 17th, and 18th. Those first two shows, the 16th and 17th, are at 8 p.m. The September 18th is a 3 o'clock matinee, followed by the next weekend, September 23rd and 24th. That's going to be a Friday and Saturday, September 23rd and 24th. So please call and book your tickets at 919-934-1873 here at The Hut. We're working on getting uh, online tickets, but that won't be in, a, in effect till at least next year. So bear with us on that. We're trying to get us some uh, current age technology available to you at The Hut. It's going to happen, don't worry. Uh, we're just going to do a quick overview of the season today. We do not have a guest, and that's why this show will be just a little bit shorter. And then we'll come back in the next two weeks with a guest from A Murder Is Announced, our, as I said, our new season premiere in our 48th season. So we're just going to do a quick rundown of the shows and tell you what we got and a little bit more detail than we had before. We might have mentioned a couple a time or two, but <clears throat> this time we'll get you all the dates and all the authors' names and, the, and a brief synopsis, as it were. Our shows that we have for this season at News Little Theater, as usual, we have five shows. And I've told you about the first one, A Murder is Announced, and that is by Agatha Christie, but it's adapted to the stage by Leslie Darbin. And now this begins with a story in the paper about a murder. Problem is the murder hasn't happened yet. And most people take this as an invitation to a game at a local neighbor's house. Not a real murder. When everyone arrives... The lights go out. Gunshots are heard. When the lights come back on, the victim lies dead at their feet. But was it murder? Or suicide? Maybe it was an accident. Detectives show up to investigate. Who was the victim? Why were they killed? And what was gained by the killer? Luckily, Miss Marple is on hand to provide the final solution. <laughs> now, as I said before, this will be planned September 16th, 17th, and 18th, 23rd, and 24th. With uh, that se- September 18th being a 3 o'clock matinee and every other show starting at 8. Yep. Old school. Yep. And then, uh, so we had that going, but then coming up in November, we are going to have the comedy. It's more of a farce. It's based on Italian farce Mm -hmm. by Mark Camioletti, and it was translated by Beverly Cross and Francis Evans, and it's called Boeing Boeing, like Boeing Boeing, but like the air, like the airplane. Boeing. 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 Boeing jet. I get, there there is a joke there somewhere, I'm sure. Well, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's. The Boeing, the new Boeing airplane comes out, which is a big part of the show. Yes. I recently of, read it, yeah. Part of the plot. But doing it twice makes it sound like Boeing Boeing, which mm. also sort of, it sounds kind of dirty. 
Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) This was uh, a Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis movie in the 1960s, but it was recently redone on Broadway with a very impressive cast, including Bradley Whitford. uh, Speaking of Aaron Sorkin, Bradley Whitford uh, was in The West Wing. Um, and Mark Rylance, who is a very good actor, he was in uh, a lot of good stuff. Uh, he, if you watched uh, The Bridge of Spies, he was a spy. He was very good in that. Anyways, uh, this 1960s French farce—it's uh, a French farce, excuse me. It yes. is not an Italian farce. It's a French farce adapted. Because they are in Paris. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, this is adapted for an English-speaking stage. It features self-styles. Uh, Parisian Lothario Bernard, who has Italian, German, and American fiancés, each a beautiful airline hostess with frequent layovers. Ha <laughs> um, <laughs> Of course, none of them know about each other, keeping one up, one down, and one pending. Uh, Bernard's life gets bumpy, though, when his friend Robert comes to stay, and complications such as weather and a plan and a new speedier Boeing jet disrupt his careful plans. Soon all three stewardesses are in the city simultaneously, and catastrophe looms. Yeah, they all have the same first initial, so he doesn't have to mm-hmm. change out the Gretchen, towels. Gabriella, and Gloria. I think so, yeah. Yes. And uh, what's very funny is it's in Paris, and there's only one character that has to have a French accent. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the uh, that's the, maid. the maid Bertie. Yep. B-E-R-T-E. Am I saying that right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I read it recently, and it is very dialogue heavy, and it is, uh, e- this will require, this show will require a strong cast. I, I, <laughs> there will be a lot of choreography. Yes. <laughs> be, there has to be seven doors. Yes. And I always think, and I always think of, like, think Scooby-Doo chasing mm-hmm. as going in and out of doors constantly. Yes. It is a, it is a farce with a capital F, and, uh, the auditions for this show is going to be September 19th and 20th, and that's at 7 p.m. here at the Hut. And uh, this particular show has two men and four women. All right. And it's set in, like, the 60s, so you Mm -hmm. get the old-school stewardess costumes, and the I think she's going sort of... Back when they were called stewardesses. Yes, when they were called stewardesses. (laughs) And uh, before, you know... They then they were just pretty. You know, yeah. Think uh, the look of Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Yeah. Catch yeah. Me. The look, not necessarily the plot of the movie, but the actual look of the movie is very yeah. similar to Catch Me If You Can. You know, they got the little tiny cap and the the mm-hmm. the, the tight little uh, fitted skirts and the the jackets with the wings and all that sort of stuff. Um, and kerchiefs. They always had a scarf around mm-hmm. their neck for some reason. And their bags. And their bags. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break for Christmas, as we usually do. And then we're going to be back in February with Monte Carlo. Also, I should uh, I should go ahead and say that the Boeing Boeing is going to be directed by first-timer Patsy Castellano. Yay, Patsy. We're very excited about that. Uh, Murder is Announced is directed by Tony Pender. And Monte Carlo is directed by Stephanie Viren. The dates for this show are February 17th, 18th, 19th, 24th, and 25th. And this uh, show is going to audition on December 12th and 13th. And <laughs> well, Otherwise, and it, it's like the 1st and 2nd of January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes the, sometimes the, uh, the calendar doesn't always cooperate the way we want it to. Right. Uh, this is going to have two men and four women, just like Boeing Boeing. And that's going to happen uh, in the middle of December. Daisy, now approaching retirement, has lived with her mother while working in a factory for her entire adult life. Nothing seems to set to change until she wins the football pools and becomes a millionaire, and her world is turned upside down. 
So she she's fantasy football player. Okay. Yes. But with the riches and the fulfillment of a lifelong unspoken dream, I think to more see. like the lottery. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 English. I think she's from. I think they're in England. She has a lifelong dream to see Monte Carlo, and it comes a real a realization about her long relationship with her mother, which will change her life in far more unexpected ways. This is, looks like a comedy with a touch of drama in there. It's it's hard to explain. It's um. I think the best way it's I found it was described as as a memory play. Mm. So like it's yes, I've heard her, of this concept. Yeah, you know, like at the end of the story, going back and telling the story, she and her mother, she's taking care of her mother for so long that she sort of her mom complains about everything, and they just sort of ex- coexist in, in this house together, and then she gets this money, and she's able to sort of go and do something fun and, and take them out of this drudgery that they've sort of mired themselves in. So. Interesting. Um, as I said, uh, that's going to go up February 17th and 18th. Uh, February 19th is going to be the Sunday matinee, and February 24th and 25th will be the next weekend's shows. Just as usual. Five shows, five dates. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> next up is your show, Mita. Uh, it's called Things My Mother Taught Me, and it's by a comedy by Catherine DeSavino. Yep. And uh, instead of me just reading the synopsis, <laughs> I'll just let you tell us what <laughs> this one's about. Oh, I'll just read the synopsis. Now, uh, what's very funny is when I started doing some research on it, it was after we decided to do it and everything, and I had read it and all that, and, every, and everything. I say that a lot. But I had already read it, and I started doing some research on it, and what I found was... The writer of the show, or writer of the play, actually, when they first did the show, her parents played the character that she wrote as herself in the show. Interesting. So, like, it's it's loosely based on her life, and so there's a there's a, it's a young couple who have moved from New York to Chicago. They're in love. They've been dating for a while, and they have rented this apartment, and unbeknownst to her he has invited both sets of parents to come and help them move in with the understanding that he's going to ask her to marry him over this weekend of moving okay but nothing seems to go right from the moment they start because like the the one new piece of furniture they buy together gets stuck in the doorway and they can't get it out and so they have to climb over it every time they go in and out of the apartment and she's pivot. <laughs> she's pivot. <laughs> she's freaking out over the fact that people are walking on her furniture, and the handyman's like, or the the super, because it could be played by a woman or a man, is completely useless. He's he just looks at it and goes, "Oh, it sucks to be you guys," and keeps walking. But uh, it's sort of just about the things that your parents do for you as you're growing up, and you sort of they sort of dig themselves into your psyche, and then you suddenly realize. They're not good, they're not bad, but they're just things that you do because you've always done them, mm-hmm. sort of a thing. Sort of like little life lessons that you've learned, not by being taught them, but by living yeah. in, in the same building with, with the people who taught them to you. So, Interesting. Yeah. Well, the dates for that are going to be uh, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd. That April 2nd is the Sunday matinee, and with the next weekend shows being April 7th and 8th at 8 p.m. Now, we're going to get to the final show of our 48th season. This one has been on the docket for a while. This one got uh, coveted a couple of times. 
but we're uh, finally going to, knock on wood, we're finally going to mount this production, which I'm very excited about. This is my show. This is a drama by Jethro Compton based on the short story called The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Now, I know what you're thinking, that you're thinking about the movie with John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart, but I urge you to put that notion <laughs> out of your head because this script is far more mature, Uh, far more socially conscious and it just, I'll use use it, it has more balls than the the older Liberty Valance version. They curse. uh, I I, I tell people it's grittier. Yeah, it is. It's it's a little darker, a little grittier. Yeah. Um, The basic story is the same, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have quite the ah shucks feel of the original movie. Man comes into town, he's a teacher, he's educated from uh, from out east, he immediately gets the crap kicked out of him by a bunch of goons who he later learns, turns out one of them is Liberty Valance. Liberty Valance kind of holds this town of two trees in his arms because uh, he uses threats and violence. And the people that live in two trees are some of the first people that have settled in the west and aren't necessarily... uh, the brightest bulbs in the bunch. You know, you ever seen uh, uh, Blazing Saddles where uh, uh, Gene Wilder talks to uh, talks to the sheriff and he goes like, yes, these people are the, the, the salt of the, the earth. earth. <laughs> you know, morons. <laughs> and but that's, but that's the thing. The teacher wants to teach people how to read. Right. And Liberty Valance does not like that because if these people get smarter, then his control lessens. Exactly. I was like, there's knowledge, there, there's power in knowledge. Yes. And as long as he can keep them uneducated and fearful Mm -hmm. then he can he can keep his heel on top of them and and control things but when you get an outsider coming in and mucking with your system Mm -hmm. uh things happen it's just a a spark on the powder keg basically absolutely throw in a love story throw in a very edge of your seat scene involving liar's dice and you've got this western of a play that i couldn't be happier to direct it's, it's kind of a dream to direct a, a western on stage because i am a very big fan of the, the western genre in general um this this particular show i think out of all our five shows that this show would probably have like a parental advisory on it because it does have adult language and violence and yeah i was gonna say it's gonna be a little dark for yes. for the younger folks yes but our older audiences will that name recognition we can't beat that but i will say uh i have decided and it's early out yet I, and um the play is always you know rolling around in my mind but i have decided that there will be no actual firearms used in the play any guns that will be in the play will be non-firing replicas and i've already uh trekked down three of them so i <laughs> <laughs> so i am happy about that um and that drama will go up on may 19th and 20th uh may 21st being the saturday matinee and may 26th and 27th being the next weekend shows and those are our five shows for the 48th season at Noose Little Theater. And it's male heavy, isn't it? Yes. This one has, uh, let me scroll down here. I don't know off the top of my head, sorry. Uh, but it's, uh, this one has six men and uh, one woman. But there are room for right. uh, townspeople. There's, yeah, there's room for extras. Yeah, which I will, I, I have an idea about that. Uh, we will employ townspeople all right <laughs> we will find townspeople as it were you ever uh, wanted to be on stage and wear a pretty dress but not have any lines there you go <laughs> this is the one for you and uh, just a brief recap that's a murder is announced boeing boeing in november monte carlo in february things my mother taught me 
uh, April, but uh, their first show is actually March 31st, last day of March. And The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. And that's a good balance. We do try to pay attention to balance here. We don't just throw we don't just throw stuff out and see what sticks. You know, not all the time. Uh, but there is a good balance here between comedy and drama. Your first show of the year uh, is kind of a little bit of both with The Murder Is Announced. Knowing Tony, I'm sure he'll try to sneak in every bit of humor he can. Right. Uh, Boeing, Boeing, straight farce. If oh, you're yeah. looking to laugh, that's going to be the one. Monte Carlo's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. We right. got some laughs, we got some drama. A dramedy, if you yes. will. Yes. It's, it's a heartfelt story with a, with some funny moments in it. Indeed. And things when my mother taught me, that sounds m- more along the same line. I Yeah, kind of. It's a little more on the comedy side uh-huh. than the, the drama side. And I always think of, it's completely not like this, but the feel of it is sort of like Barefoot in the Park. Two quirky yeah, kids was, were moving together. I yeah. was going to say that early when you were saying that, <laughs> but I didn't want, I didn't know the play very well, and I didn't want to just throw out a popular play about two people trying to live together. <laughs> and I was going to say that, so I wish oh, I Oh, yeah, the play is completely different, but the feel of it feels right. like Barefoot in the Park. Right, yeah. right. Um, and then finally, we uh, the last show of the season is going to be a drama. Full-on drama. Yeah. And we do our best here at Newstall Theater. There's a couple in the pike for next season, but we're not going to talk about them now. We'll have plenty of time to do that. The uh, I will say uh, I am exploring options for perhaps uh, format change after this season. My plan is for the podcast, a little bit of podcast uh, information. My plan is is to do every episode up until the last bit of our season in, uh, in May. And then probably after that, we'll probably switch to a, a format where we don't do it every two weeks. Just... Probably whenever there's something to announce. Because guess what, people? <laughs> as much as I love doing this, and I do, and I thank you all for listening, there's a finite amount of new little theater information. And I don't want to do the whole thing where we bring on the same guest over and over and right. over again because that's going to be a little... And I kind of want to... I just made the masturbate motion. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Uh, but yeah, if we're not if we're not doing a show, if we're not in a season, it's, yes. it's hard to do things because right. there's not anything to do. I like doing the movie podcast, but guess what? This isn't a movie podcast, and it's it's good for filler. But you know, I think it'd be better to just keep it to when we have something to say, rather than forcing ourselves to say something every two weeks. You know, some of which is stuff we've already talked about. Right. So that's the idea. But don't worry, everybody. We're still going to do this season like we did last season. Everybody, will, Every director will get their shot, and then we'll have a little bit of the cast. But after that, we will explore options for pr- maybe a format change, just so just so we can keep it fresh. We don't want this to become stale, you know? <laughs> um, so thank you for listening. And, and, well, I just want to say good job, Mina. The, uh, I, I'm, I'm using all the information uh, from this... Uh, from our season, from the beautiful digital brochure that Meta Tool put together on our website, and it is very easy to navigate. So, if you are curious, please go to newslittletheater.org and go and check out our season. You can see photos from our previous season. It looks very, very impressive. So, and it has very easy to navigate. You can even check out if you would like to become a season member, one yeah. of the cheapest season tickets around. Absolutely, take advantage of it while you can. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yes, much discussion happened at the last board meeting about how we haven't raised ticket prices in a while. So. We have not raised t- ticket prices in a while, and, and we kind of pride ourselves on becoming among the ch- among the cheapest live entertainment in the area. 
everything else is going up we might as well too <laughs> <laughs> well when you when you finally figure out that you're not you know you're not breaking even then then you gotta yeah. add a couple bucks that's, so. that's, well, yeah, that's what we gotta do uh we're doing okay don't get don't get worried but it's one of those things that the price of lumber is going up which is our sets mm-hmm. oh man what used to cost us ten dollars now costs us thirty mm-hmm. it's ridiculous and so it's it's just there's only so much you can do before you have to bite the bullet and sort of pass on the the cost of things but we try not to and we won't go up so high that you can't stand it no it won't be prohibitive it'll be a couple bucks a couple bucks but uh but no uh season tickets are available now we actually have flex tickets as well Mm -hmm. um you can mail in your ballot you can print it off on the website the brochures on the website you can mail it in or you can wait until that first show go ahead and make your reservations and Mm -hmm. say you're going to have season tickets and you can buy them out on the sales table and they'll sell it to you Mm -hmm. right there too before you go to the box office and get it marked off and get in so we'll it's a one-stop shop if you want to do it that way. Well said. Lots of things, <laughs> lots of things rolling and happening here in NLT. Like I said, we are exploring options for online payment, and that will be a reality in the future. Not this season, but in the future, <laughs> that will be a reality. We are trying. We're trying to do. It. We're we're going to bite the bullet and try and figure out the best way to start taking credit cards yes. and then maybe some online ticket sales so that. Kicking and screaming will be dragged into the 21st century. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if, if Ray's pizza truck can do it, I think we can figure it out. Right. <laughs> and it's a little bit more complicated than that. We uh, just, for the longest time, we just didn't. It was cost prohibitive. We, weren't, we didn't have enough credit cards to really make it worth the while to take credit cards. Because, one, when I first started with a the theater, they had the big thing. They went... <laughs> with the... The carbon copy and all that sort of stuff. People under 25 have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody's going, what? Nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, what well, they actually did. They tried what, to break, like, take the skin off your finger. The when you analog version of taking a credit card is where you just took the you, you just took the information and just yeah. with ink. And now and then you charged it later at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> you had to, 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 to take it to the bank and have them run it. Yep. And, yep. <laughs> and so... Uh, but now, every, nobody, everybody's cashless now, so it mm. would make sense that we would move to, to being able to take credit cards. But we're still working on that. We're trying to find the best way to do it, who gives the best rates, where, you know, who has the, the best equipment, how much we have to put out beforehand, that sort of stuff. So we're, we're working on it, and we hope to have it soon. Yep. Things in motion, people. All right, we're gonna. That's your board at work, right there. Then you wonder, the wonder what we do every month when we get together. We spend twenty minutes talking about. We really need to do this. We need yeah. to do this, right? Yes. <laughs> um, we're gonna put in a pin in it there, folks. Uh, thank you for listening on uh, this week's edition of News Little Podcast. When we come back, uh, we will either have the cast of A Murder Is Announced, not the whole cast, but selections from the cast of A Murder Is Announced, and then we will talk to Tony again. Um, and that'll be our shows for September. And we will also try to do something spooky for Halloween, perhaps record the ghost walk if the weather will cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> it did not last year. No. Um, so lots of things happening on the horizon in this little theater and we're going to have a wonderful season. Thank you to me to tool our president for overseeing all of that. And it's going to be fun folks. Please come out and see us, see our hard work and see what we contribute to the community. See who done it. Indeed. Who done it. Indeed. All right. We'll see you later folks from my producer, producer, me to tool. Yo, that's us. We'll see you later.
Credits for the show, your host and creator is Matt Gore. That's me. My producer and editor is Mita Tool. That's me. Music is by Cody Walker. Uh, please go look up Cody on uh, Cody Walker Music on YouTube. And he's also on Cody Walker Music on Facebook as well. He's local, so uh, and he's got a couple of albums out. You know, uh, Easy listening, John, John Denver type of uh, guitar voice, that Cody Walker. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.